0: You are the build
1: This one of the moments. Thank you for They do this so that they can win the prize. One that doesn't last. If I talk about athletes, physical runners, they get a medal. But it's not valid forever. Especially in a world where we have record-breakers now and then but our prize is one that will last forever verse 26 so I run like someone who has a goal I fight like a boxer who is hitting something not just the air verse 27 it is my own body I fight to make it do what I want this so that i won't miss getting the tries myself after telling others about it now if we are to read verse 27 according to what's on the program i think we are to put up first corinthians 9 verse 27 NKJV. i want you to see something but i discipline my body and bring it into subjection lest when I have preached to others. I myself should become disqualified. So it's very clear from our scripture today that Paul was concerned about finishing strong. throne. He was saying everyone in a race runs. one wins. Only the one that finishes up to the end. The one who runs so well and beats others. And he makes it clear in verse 27, I'm not competing with nobody. I discipline my own body. He was saying, in other words, Paul was saying, the greatest battle we should fight is the battle with him. You can imagine the Apostle Paul says, I tremble when I think about my salvation. I tremble. I treat my salvation not just with trembling but also with fear. Because he knew that, yes, Jesus has already done his part. But what we are doing with the gift. Of salvation that has been given to us determines whether we are going to make it to the end or we are going to be disqualified along the way. So Paul made it clear that there were certain things that could aid or help him finish strong and well. If you have to go back a bit, You will fully understand that when Paul came to Christ, he's one of the people that manifested so quickly. It shocked a lot of people because in a moment, they knew Paul to be this kind of a guy. And in a very short period of time, within three years, they meet him. He's a different man. supported for thirty years, like Jesus. But then you know what he was mindful of the fact that you can be successful in ministry and fail to service your own life, fail to service your own relationship with God. He says, after introducing others to this thing, I myself. There is a possibility that I cannot be part of it if I neglect what I'm supposed to do. So when Paul came to Christ, he blew out of the blocks faster than anyone. His rise was so fast that the great works he did overshadowed the bad things that he did in the past. In a moment, they could not remember the bad past of the Apostle Paul. But Paul knew that there was more to arrest than just starting. If you have to listen to his own words, I want us to go to verse 24. You know that in a race all the runners run. But only one runner gets the prize. So run like that. Run to win. So you are saying everyone in a race runs. But only one gets the prize. So run your race to win. And now to win the contest of life certain things that you need to avoid and there are certain things that you need to entertain in order for you to be it if you're a sportsman if you're an athlete you will agree with me that there are even diets they observe if they are to be disciplined in their field there are a number of hours they have to consider resting they have to consider training and so much more so now a sportsman or an athlete goes to all this trouble just to win maybe get a blue ribbon get a medal just to get that prize I don't forget the bible has told us these people they get prizes that do not last our prize is heavenly if people on earth are so committed don't okay so an aspect goes to all this trouble just to win the prize now what I was saying is if in the natural realm in the physical people are able to do so much just to make a name just to to make them get something what I would do But our heavenly world. What are we doing? A committed sportsman does not sleep like the rest. Even when they have got games coming up, the competition for I of better it's like they are quarantined and now when they are in quarantine what happens is that they are secluded they are putting in a place so as to help them focus on the, on the competition that is coming and also to keep them away from certain vices and certain activities Imagine even footballers. During the time of competition, if let's say they are caught drinking or maybe for lack of in in women, and so much more, you will be dropped there and then immediately because there are certain things you can't do in that period. They are doing that for for a prize of us so there are still foods and activities that need to be avoided in order for them to stay fit they need to manage their time well and they need to be committed to training not just training as in mere training we're talking about the kind of training that is trainers, train something that or stretch them beyond something that can even feel uncomfortable. But it's better they endure the death. When they understand and know that it's for
2: their own good. To
1: not forget Pora said, I ran straight. I ran towards the goal. With purpose in every step. In the rest, if you are going to take your eyes off your land, you might be missing. I run towards. I run straight. That is why, if you watch people that are run, you, you will not see mutanja but they don't do that <laughs> I went straight and he says I'm like a boxer I'm not punching in the air I am an air I know what I'm doing another vision actually says I So Paul was concerned about finishing strong he was mindful of one thing he said a good start is not enough in the eyes of God because no matter what you can have a good start but if you're not going to finish well if you're not going to finish strong then a good start is nothing always keep this in mind Job chapter 7 verse 8 the end of the matter is better than its beginning. That 7 is 8. Give us 8 the 7. So always keep that in mind. The end of the matter your beginning was small, yet your latter end will increase abundantly. This is an encouragement that sometimes you may seem to, to be struggling as you starting, but you will increase, you will grow. With God, it's better you start small and finish big. It's better you start as if you have a lot of struggles that you finish very well. your beginnings will seem humble so prosperous will your future be so yes a good start is important it is okay to do well succeed and make a name but you know what trophies are only given to those who win, the rest, those who run up to the end. So the Bible is full of stories of men and women who had great stance for God but they did not feel strong. We just on one man that had a very good start, but he, he had a very bad ending. Solomon. Solomon is one of them. We have other examples in the Bible. Thank God for His grace, because even though Solomon finished, but the grace of God was sufficient. Samson also did finish strong. We all know that. We also have a man called King Saul. But like I mentioned, thank God for his grace in the lives of Samson and Solomon that asked for God's blessings. In Numbers 13, you will find there is an interesting thing that happened 12 men were chosen from the 12 tribes of Israel they didn't just choose from without for your own information these were not men then. from the 12 tribes of Israel they chose leaders. These were the best men. These were experienced men to go and spy out the land. So they all started strong and well. They went to the promised land and surely it was flowing with milk and honey. But out of the ten, only two men finished strong. Joshua and Caleb. You can imagine God had this to say. He said, but myself and Joshua and Caleb have a different spirit. They all went to spy the land. They saw what was there. But ten men were negative. They said, you know what? No, 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 no. We saw the giants. We were like grasshoppers.'" In their sights, so they all at first started very well on the same journey. Beloved this is what differentiates us in life. You can be under the same ministry, you can you can have the same Holy Spirit. but okay, I think let's get rid of these guys. Tell them to come and enforce their session is. you can imagine being all not the very well, but along the way they messed up they messed up now like I was trying to explain if you have to look at what happens in life I'm reminded of the question. Please let, let them go, let them go, let them go. They will, they will come for their session. They are disturbing us. Some decisions are hard to make, but they are there for our own good. At the end of the day, they are not even going to get what i Okay, so now, you will look at the question I received on our ministry platform someone asked me a question from the teaching that Jesus gave while he was talking about there was a hundredfold, thirtyfold and sixtyfold now he was saying what caused the difference in growth? this is what i'm talking about like all of us are in this place we are getting the same words but why are we going to have different results it is all determined by what we do with the word we receive you can be learning for something but what determines what happens in your life is what you do with the word you receive it's not enough just receive the word it's not enough just sit there and maybe take notes what do you do after you've received the wedding what do you do there are people that will get an instruction that we are going to read maybe this book this week we have all gotten the instruction but not all of us go to read the book we are supposed to read. i remember one time someone was asking me the same Bible. Why is it that even if I try to read the Bible, I don't know the Bible like like you and others. I said, no. The difference is simple. We all have Bibles, but our levels of commitment towards the Bibles we have are different. Very different. So the ten spice So what Joshua and Caleb saw, but what distinguished them at the end of the day was the amount of faith they had in God. Second Kings chapter 6, from verse 15, you find the servant of the man called waking up, and he discovers they have been surrounded. The Bible tells us the guy quickly moves into a panic mode and he goes to wake up the man of God and says, man of God, man of God, please please We are in trouble, wake up. We have been surrounded. But when the man of God, Elisha, woke up, he didn't panic like the serpent, because he could see what the serpent could not see. Not that the problem was not there, but Elisha could see beyond the problem. Elisha could see beyond the problem. been asked questions by fellow believers. How can I get to experience this and that like I have seen it happen in the lives of other people? The question is are you doing what they have done? Because some people it looks easier for them. They seem to receive. They they live a life of favor because they give. Are you a giver like them? Scripture can never be broken. That's one thing I will tell you. Scripture can never be broken. Never. Never. I have seen it happen in my life. Never be broken. Where you come to a point? You are believing God for something. that say, God. I don't know where it's going to come from. But all I know is that you will do it. I don't care how. But you will do it. So in Numbers 13. We are able to learn that we all face challenges, but our attitude is what determines whether we finish strong or we finish poorly along the way. I remember there was a day, I think it was a Wednesday evening, if not Sunday evening, we were coming from delivering fish. We had taken fish to one of my friends, so we were coming back when I was in town. And then you know we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, and we meet this young man. And he asks us a question. He says, "So, Papa, is it true that Muhammad is, Imagine that in Muhammad, there is Why is why can't I see the blessing of God of my life?" And then he said something that really struck me and this is the language of many people who have been defeated he said okay that's what he said Joshua and Caleb number 13 they are different spirit. they saw what everybody else saw but they chose to react differently Do you know there are some people today, they have not done anything, if you have to ask them, they will tell you COVID, COVID, coronavirus. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but personally, coronavirus didn't affect me. No, it didn't. Even ministry-wise. When they closed down churches, we kept on preaching the gospel because a physical a, a physical place of meeting is not all there is. We kept on doing this. We were discussing something a few weeks ago with Misha and the others. Do you know that after the pandemic, there are few churches that have recovered because some members went and never came back. They have gone down. You can't blame them, it's because sometimes maybe we got relaxed along the way. So don't forget what I've shared with you. Number 13. Moses sent 12 spies. 10 of them had a negative report. Do you now see that the majority is not always right? we were among the ten I have the feeling there are some people that were just there to agree with some guys they liked in the group ah, aye, aye. you know such kind of people aye. like there are people who do that in life there are some people who are doing something if you have to ask them why they are doing it they will tell you it's because everyone is doing this It's a new fashion. It's a new trend. They don't even have a personal reason as to why they're doing what they're doing. And don't forget, Joshua and Caleb had a different spirit. They finished strong. They didn't disagree. Go to verse 29. Let's go. Twenty-nine. I saw something there. The Amalekites live in the Negev. The Hittites, Jebusites, and the Amorites live in the hill country, and the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. Now go to verse twenty-eight. I want you to see something. but the people who live there are powerful the cities are fortified and very large we even saw descendants of other there let's go to verse 30 these were the 10 we now reporting to Moses Joshua and Caleb, Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it Let me tell you one thing that will cause you not to finish strong in life, negativity. Let me tell you guys, we are negative. Sometimes negativity is built by focusing too much on the problem and refusing to see a solution beyond the problem. They were negative. Let me tell you the other thing that will cause you not to finish well when you are too realistic. Guy is very realistic. So faith is not a denial of facts on the ground. Faith is not denying the reality of things, but faith is choosing to believe the higher report. So if you always believe the economy is bad, we are all doomed, then you're going to be doomed. For me, this is what God has been telling me the past few weeks. If the standard of living goes up, it means the standard of God's provision also goes up. I don't know about you. Some of you are complaining with the rest of the world. Where are we going to be in the next three, four, five years? You see, that's even a major motivation for people getting water scans because they think, We are going to vote for the other party, then everything is going to change within 24 hours, maybe within a year. I'm not against, I'm not telling you to maintain the other party or maybe vote for for another party. All I'm just trying to show you is that no human being is going to better your life. I'm being honest with you. In America, they had Obama. During this time, people were complaining, not so. After Obama came, huh? we are Trump, we are people not complaining. So if the other guy is, is going to win, maybe, if the courts confirm that he's president, are people never going to complain? People still complain. So your faith should not be in these politicians, your faith should be in God. so Joshua and Caleb finished well, no matter how strong, famous or rich you think you are your ending is what matters, not your wealth, your ending your legacy you can imagine, I can't imagine if you have to read this chapter these were not mere men who were chosen, they were leaders of the 12 tribes of Israel But some people are saying, you know what? No one caught them grasshoppers. They caught themselves. We looked like grasshoppers in their sight. Who told them? Did they enter the giant's eyes? The other thing that will cause you not to finish strong is when you despise yourself. No one despises these guys, they despise themselves. I don't know why I'm getting these points, they're not even in my sermon. I think I'm just getting them from this chapter. When you despise yourself, that's why in uh, in Timothy, Paul toward the young man, the young pastor, let no one despise you because you are what? You are young. But be an example to the believers in purity. And face. Let no one despise you. So, people will despise you as long as you have this life, but never should you despise yourself. So, life is a trust agreement. I've been talking about this for three weeks now. Life is a trust agreement. At the end of the day, it's either we are faithful. Or we are not. So if you want to make it, always remind yourself, like I earlier mentioned, the majority is not always right. Don't take the majority for confirmation. No, but one bit I think. No. Imagine 10 men were negative and they were wrong. Joshua and Joshua, they silenced them, they said, no, 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 we are where able. let's go and take possession. I have a feeling, Joshua and Karen knew what God promised them, that that land belonged to them. So the challenges, the challenges that were in front of them didn't matter. The majority is not always right. You are going to give an account before God as an individual. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 to 14. Must be there on the program. I want you to follow me. The Bible says you can enter true life only through the narrow gates. The gate to hell is very wide and there is plenty of room on the road that leads there. Many people go that way. So according to the world the majority wins but according to the language of God the majority is not always right because the majority of people are walking on the wide road that leads to hell. Let's continue. Verse 14. But the gate that opens the way through life is narrow. It is small. And the road that leads there is hard to follow. Only a few find it. Only a few find it. Christianity, when Paul says, I beat my body with blows, I discipline myself, he was agreeing with that, that that path is hard to follow, it's not easy Then, there was King Saul. We also have the sons of Noah that failed to finish strong. We have the priest of the Lord, Eli, or Eli they he didn't finish strong they all started out strong but they did not finish strong and well we are going to focus on king Saul in detail in the next sermon so the fact that we've had good powerful godly men starting very well but failing to finish strong sends shivers to my spine. It does. This moment God says, this is a man after my own heart. The next moment God is saying, no, you cannot build my house. Because your hands are full of blood. Mm-mm. not going to be a portion. Hallelujah. So you can start very well. Don't forget I've been emphasizing this, that these things that are written in the Word of God were written for our warning, for our lessons, and for our encouragement. Message for today. How do we start well? How do we maintain and make sure that we finish strong? First and foremost, you need to have what we call the power of staying. The power of staying. Now, the power of staying is twofold. In the power of staying, you have things that you stay close to and you have things that you stay away from. So you you should get to a point where you know what you should stay away from and you know what you should stay close to. You stay away from whatsoever is not good for you. You stay closer to something that you know will draw you closer to God, will make you better at the end of the day. Stay away from things that will make you bitter. Stay away from things that will cause you to hate. Stay close to things that will cause you to laugh. Stay away from things that will make you sad. Beloved like says, you need to stay away from people. Stay away from some places and activities that are not good for your growth and progress in life. You cannot hold on toxic, bad people at the expense of your own growth and progress in life. No. In the name of, no, at the the expense of giving up on your own growth and progress. No. Some people are not good for you some places are not good for you as a believer. Run away from them. Psalms number one tells us, blessed is a man who does not stand, who does not sit, who does not go in the way of sinners. So there is a place where you can't stand in some places because you know, as a believer, you know, no, 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 this is not good for me. You can't sit in some places, no, no, this is not good for me. That knowledge and discernment will distinguish you in this life. Stay away from the things, stay away from people, stay away from places that slow you down, whatever slows you down is not good for you, whatever slows you down, put it down, leave it, step on it, leave it behind you. Then the other thing is this if you want to feel strong you should realize and get to know what your weaknesses are be wise and smart enough to stay away from your weaknesses weaknesses are not meant to be nest, weaknesses are meant to be avoided and to be overcome this is your message beloved I want you to pay particular attention the bible says the lord wants to use you for special purposes so make yourself clean from all evil then you will be holy and the master can use you you will be ready for any good work. Best friend 2. Stay away from the evil things a young person like you typically wants to do. There is that propensity. There is that natural desire in the heart of a youth. In the life of a young person, we want to explore life. We want to live out this life. But you know what the Bible tells us? Flee youthful lusts. Stay away from evil things. A young person like you, you wants to do your best to live right and to have faith, to have love, to have peace, and together with others who trust in the Lord with pure hearts. Give us the strength to stay away from foolish and stupid arguments there are certain debates they don't need your time they don't need your energy they don't need your bundles. stay away from them you can't be spending one hour you're just arguing who is the best between Messi and Ronaldo? that is business it's not going to help you in any way Spending one, two hours, you are arguing, no one has been the best president in the history of Zambia, two hours, you are just arguing, you are just arguing, those are business arguments, so after you have argued, how much has that brought to to your account? how has it made you better? stay away from foolish and stupid arguments you know that these arguments grow into bigger arguments there are people even stop talking to each other they hate each other because of the simple argument stay away from them so, you know, says, instead of thinking you can handle strong temptation. A wise person avoids temptation. I always love to say, it is easier to overcome temptation when you avoid it from a distance than when you are there. Even from the a wise person sees danger from afar. From a distance, and he avoids it. He takes precautions. But the Bible says a fool goes right into the ditch. Why would I want to good? A fool will go and twist the ground because he won't get any egg. maybe with a man or woman, you can't tell me you're going to be in a dark place and you'll be there praying stop, I always say these young people, stop tempting certain Tempt you. you need wisdom, you need to know what to stay away from focus is important, life is a rest. so for you to make it, you need focus stay away from your weak areas and that will help you be strong along the way and you finish strong nursing your weaknesses will cripple your strength and cause you to finish poor if you know you've got job them, and you even know something, okay, this is my weakness. Step away from people that make you sad. Avoid conversations that you know will make you sad. You need to stay focused. Your eyes need to be on your limb and the prize that you are aiming for, the prize that you are aiming at, and you are going to make it. Your eyes should not be everywhere. Have you observed? The Bible says, "Do not love like the world or the things in the world." And John begins to explain. He says, "What is in the world?" He says, "There is the lust of what? Of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Lust of the eyes is where your eyes are everywhere." You're looking around to check what are people eating, what are people putting on, what phones are people using, what cars are people driving. I'm not saying inspiration is wrong, but I'm I'm discouraging you. Avoid envy. Avoid envy. I know your people are posting their partners on Facebook, on social media, and so much more. But now imagine, beloved friends, I was just thinking. Those of you that are close to me, you know, I've been to many beautiful places. I'm sure you get not even to wonder why I don't post every place I go to. Imagine if all of us posted what we ate on a daily basis. You think this kind of getting just comes? But on a serious note, sometimes I'm just too mindful. I'm thinking about someone that has not eaten and I'm there careless posting the food that I've eaten, sometimes we are too insensitive, think of somebody that doesn't have, your eyes need to be on your limb, focus on your prize. don't let your eyes to be all over the place, you will lose your focus, don't get distracted by other things, your need focus and endurance perseverance for you to make it to the end be willing to deny yourself certain things certain privileges always remind yourself about the reward that is waiting for you because when you lose your focus on God when you lose your focus on your God-given mandate and, uh, and assignment. You know the reason why we have people changing even the spirit of every year, jumping from one fellowship to another. There are people I know that have been to school several times they started three three different programs they paid for this program along the way kids interested they spoke another one it is because sometimes we just start doing something because everybody seems to be doing it so when you lose your focus on the one given mandate it will be very hard for you to finish strong and well in life let's read Hebrews 12. As we are coming to the end of the sermon, I want you to pay attention to this scripture. We must never stop looking at, looking to Jesus. Are you reading what I'm reading? I want you to look at this scripture. We must never stop looking to Jesus. He is the leader of our faith. He is the one who makes our faith complete. He suffered death on a cross. But he accepted the shame of the cross as if it were nothing because of the joy he would see waiting for him. There is a place where people are going to insult you. You will not feel the pain people expect you to feel because you know the, the glory that is awaiting you is bigger than the insults you are receiving now. You are not going to be brought down by the persecution because you know the crown of righteousness that heaven has in store for you is better. So Jesus almost gave up in the garden of Gethsemane. But he said, Father, not what I want. Let your will be done. He accepted the, the shame of the cross as if it were nothing. In that moment, it was perfect but you know what he saw the joy waiting for him and the Bible tells us now he is sitting at the right side of God's throne he's sitting right where the mother to the two sons of Zebedee we're asking, please get my two sons. Be with you in your kingdom. One on your left and one on your right. But you know where the key for Jesus making it was? We must never stop looking to Jesus. Once your focus is taken away from a God-given mandate, you will lose it. You know who and what God has said about you but the problem is that you have allowed Satan to come and redefine what God has already defined God has already spoken in your life but Satan is coming to ask you did God really say so Peter is walking on the water first he sees Jesus walking on the water and he admires says, master, can I come? And Jesus calls him, you can come. And the guy steps on the water, he's not sinking. He begins to walk. He begins to walk. Right on top of the water, he was stepping on the water. Now the moment he took his focus away from Jesus, when he paid attention to the prevailing wind, When he lost his focus, he began to go down. So you you begin sinking the kingdom of God the moment you lose your focus on Jesus. You can't remain focused if you lose your focus. It's not possible. sense, we need to persevere up to the end. Because it is endurance, perseverance that will determine whether or not we finish strong. Don't forget, if we claim to have the Holy Spirit, you know that endurance is a fruit of the Spirit perseverance is a full of the Spirit so one of the things that shows you what the power of God in your life the Spirit of God in your life is when you endure when you endure that's how you are going to finish strong you are not even consistent with your daily tasks a very simple layout was provided we are going to read that God spells in 30 days. There is even a program, day two. We are going to read the, the book of so and so, chapter so chapter so. Imagine you are failing to follow such simple things and you expect to make it in life. You are joking. You are, you are joking. You are joking. The Christian life is not a smooth ride, it's a battlefield, it's a marathon, it's not easy. Give us John 16, verse 33. Jesus said, It's not going to be easy. But he promised us in John 28, uh, Matthew 28, verse 20. He said, Surely I will be with you to the end of the age he was not going to leave us halfway the rest is long; it's tough but this is what jesus said i will continue with you until the end of time he didn't just give them a commission. He gave them their assurance of his presence to the end. Now give us yes, thank you. I have told you this thing so that you can have peace in me. In this world you will have troubles, but be brave. I have defeated the world. So in other words, you will saying, don't allow the world I have defeated to defeat you. Let me say it again. In simple words, Jesus was saying don't allow the world I uh, have defeated defeat you, don't allow death I uh, have overcome defeat you, that's why death is not death in the eyes of God, it's a transition to a better life, it's, it's falling asleep. Taken taken time to observe something when, when it comes to a long rest in life if the rest is going to be a longer one we're not talking about a hundred-meter rest if it's going to be a marathon it does not just require speed it also requires direction it requires endurance For you to make it to the end so you need patience persistence determination and you also need the finishing power but the good news is that he is with us to the end of the age it may be tough along the way they may leave you along the way but jesus said neither will i leave forsake no you. Observed that when the Hebrews were being taught in Hebrews 13 verse 5 that be content with what you have. Okay? It says, Keep your lives free from the love of money. Be satisfied with what you have. God has said, these were not the words of the, the apostle Paul or any other man of God. It was God who said, I will never leave you, I will never run away from you. Imagine, even the disciples of Jesus, they said, Master, you are not going anywhere. Wherever you go, we shall go with you. They all right away. Don't be obsessed with money, but leave content with what you have for you. Always have God's presence, I got. For as He promised you, I will never leave you alone. Never. I will not listen my dream on your life. Some of you, no matter how much you try to try to run away from God, you will never manage. Because it is the truth of the matter is that it's not that we love God. It is in the love of God that we find our love for God. The truth of the matter is not, it's not that we are we are holding on to God, but it is God holding on to us that we hold on to Him. I will never leave you alone, never. I will not loosen my grip on your life. Do you know that even these worldly people, it's not that God doesn't speak to them. The Lord is always speaking. But man, that's why the Bible says when you hear His voice, you will not want to in your heart. beloved you know when all is said and done I want to remind and encourage you that it's never too late to begin doing what is right it's never too late to continue and to go on the path of the Lord it's never too late to choose that you're going to become determined from today it's never too late as long as you're breathing it is never too late for you to get back on
2: track.
1: It is never too late to repent. It is never too late to choose the right path. It is never too late for you to say, you know what? Uh, I don't know about you. You know, for some time I came from wandering. blessed are you. I want you to rise to your feet. Tell your neighbor, blessed are you. Because I'm about to show you something that some people don't know. I kept wondering. Imagine, without 2020 has been, what do you think will be the theme of next year for many churches? They are already looking for what they are going to say. For a moment, I was, I, I, I was asking myself, what are we going to declare 2021 to be? To be like we are going to decline the year of elections. <laughs> the year of recovery. The year of healing. <laughs> I don't know about you, but 2020 has been my year of divine visitation and establishment. God's children prosper in difficult times. You know why I said, blessed are you, I'm going to show you something God spoke to me earlier this week, I was there praying, give us first Peter, chapter 5, verse 10, and the Lord gave me a scripture, ah, 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 in His kindness, God called you to share in His eternal glory, I know we are alive. If there is a man of God who is watching, you are are wondering what next year will be like. This is uh, what God told me. This is what we're going to get our thing for next year. So I I might as well be giving an idea to a man of God. Please feel free. Better you will steal such things. (laughs) In his kindness, God called you share in his eternal glory by the means of Christ Jesus. 2020 is there. I've seen it now. So after you have suffered a little while in 2020, he will restore. He will support. He will strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. So what comes after hard times is not the worst. God will come to restore you. He will support you. He will strengthen you. He will place you on a firm foundation. You are blessed because I've prematurely told you what we'll be focusing on. But then you know what? I'm not going to go into detail. Challenges should not take you away from God. If you want to finish strong, hold on. Remain steadfast. Stay disciplined.
2: I will be still
0: and know you, God. I will be still and know you, God. I will be still and know you, God. I will be still, know you again. bakala I will be still,
2: know
1: In the name of Jesus. Of glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we glorify you, King
0: of Glory in Abashanta, the Bakana, the of Bashita, the the Les to gars,
1: shiaba, ya
0: E nata fin wee Lesata fin wee E na Satan, oh, Satan, oh, oh, Satan, oh, Satan, oh, Satan,
2: oh,
0: Satan, oh, Satan,
2: oh,
1: Feeling You
2: never felt, you
0: will never feel. Is that a beepa? Is that a beepa? Is that a
1: beepa? I am going to finish strong. Hallelujah. We are going to pray for my rest, I am going to stay in my bed. I am going to persevere up to the end. I'm not going to be distracted. In the mighty name of Jesus, begin to that declaration. I'm going to finish strong in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing will distract me by the power of the Spirit of God. In the name
0: she la ba da 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 da
1: da da
2: In the name